Welcome back to Overdue. I'm Mrs. Watts, your Annex Librarian. And I'm Coach Hill, your Main Building Librarian. In today's episode, we recap the year that was. about our books. So we're going to start by uh, talking about our least favorite read for the year, right? Yes. So I read 16 books, I think, if I counted correctly. Okay. How many do you know how many? I read 23 books this 23 year. 23 books. Wow, you blew me out of the water. Well, there were a couple, <clears throat> two or three graphic novels. and Gotcha. Um, yeah, so. Okay. All right. So that I'm making a mental note for next, next school year. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to start us off. My least, Your fa- least favorite my book. My least favorite book, honestly, was In the Same Boat by Holly Green. I remember that one. It was the like realistic fiction. Yes, I remember that one. They they had a race. It was a cool concept, but it would just it needed more content for me. It was okay. just kind of felt like a, a short story drawn out. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Weren't they on like the crew team or something? It not a crew. It, it was like it a, a, it was a, a canoe race. race. Oh, it was a race. Yes. Okay, a canoe race. And I again, I, I the love the idea. I'm all about adventure and everything, which I think is why I enjoyed fantasy so much this year. Is because there's always this curious adventure or yeah. or, or wondering aspect of it. But it just, um, I guess it it was the one that kind of fell short for me. Sure, uh, more so than any other. So I'm curious to know what was your least favorite book you read this year. My least favorite book was a graphic novel, uh, and it was The Contradictions by Sophie Yanao. I think I'm saying the name right. Maybe not. Um, Is this the one that at the end, like, it still just didn't make sense? Or This one just didn't do it. Nothing happened for me. So this was, And this has been a while since I've read it. But if I remember correctly, it was like a girl, and she's in college, and she kind of studies abroad, and she kind of, like... Uh, starts following this group around and almost trying to fit in a little bit, but like you can kind of tell that it's like not really her thing, but she wants it to be her thing. Um, and she, they like hitchhike across Europe a little bit mm-hmm. and then they do some stuff and then she realizes that it's not her thing. Uh, and it just, it just didn't do it for me. Right. Just kind of felt, flat. I can understand how maybe someone maybe going through a similar, um, period in life mm-hmm. might relate to it a little bit more and gets get a little bit more of something out of it, out of it or see themselves in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just didn't get much out of that. Yeah. One. And that um, happens. It does. I mean, thankfully for me, it was a graphic novel, so right. it was relatively quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a, unfortunately an easy choice for me when we were setting up this episode. So mine was, my was least not, favorite. I mean, I talked to That's you a good thing. I off mean, air, like the, I was tempted to choose one. I read, read, well, I read three nonfiction. Um, One was great. The other two were just a struggle. And I felt like it was kind of unfair to pick one of those as like my least favorite. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, they just are in a different category in my mind. It's a different kind of read. It really is. And so I could have gone that way. But um, as far as the fiction that I read, this this one was just the one that kind of fell flat for me. So we've also, we decided that we were going to do our top three books of the year after doing our kind of a bad news, good news thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we'll do our number three and number two each, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and do the big one. So before we do the break, 
What was your third favorite book of the year and your second favorite book of the school year? Okay, so I went back and listened to all her podcasts like to try and let it all come back to me. And even as I'm looking at this list, I'm like, oh, I don't know. It was so tough. It's so hard. Read so many good so, books. And that's a good thing because I'm in the exact same boat. Yes. Like so many. It was – now, we'll get to the number ones later. My number one for me was very easy. But mm-hmm. but picking two and three and excluding like yes. five to eight other books yes. made me feel bad. I know. I know. Okay. So I'm going to go with number three was left-handed booksellers – um, of London. And that was something that we started the year off with. Yeah, it was early for you. It was a really good book. Um, and even just when I still look at the title, it it does something in me. You know, it just, it was so well written, so many twists and turns, and it was just a great book. Um, number two was a summer read from last year, the one that you chose for me, A Cuban Girl's Guide to yeah. Tea Tomorrow. I don't know if I was supposed to choose a summer read. If Who that's, cares? But... I just loved that book. Good, I'm so glad. So fun, and um, you know, it again. It was like all about baking and adventure and new cities and mm-hmm. family, like just all the things that I love. And so I really enjoyed it. But honestly, there are so many books that they yeah. just—they were all. What just, other ones were? Just off the top so of the head. one I just read, "A Magic Steeped in Poison," was really hard to see. Not I thought pick. that was actually going to be your number one. I so now I'm curious to see what your number one is. That book. I loved that book. Yeah. Um, again, just so many good ones. Yes. And it's it's hard to uh, to choose, but I want to hear what yours were. So number three, what was it? Number three for me was Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. Yes. Uh, it, it just generated such an emotional response mm-hmm. for me. That was the one about the Tennessee Children Home Society. Um, yeah, I couldn't, just, just the way that it made me react, I couldn't not put it on the list. Absolutely. Um, just a really good book, mm-hmm. uh, New York Times bestseller from like five years ago or so. So, uh, number two for me is The Inheritance Games. Yes, that's what <laughs> I was hoping that would make it in by the Jennifer Lynn Barnes about <clears throat> Avery Graham. She gets a massive inheritance from a complete stranger. Yep. Uh, you know, kind of mystery thriller, you know riddles. So now that makes me curious what your number one is. Yeah. And I just want to give, I guess I got to just give some honorable mentions because I, if, if we were doing this tomorrow, it might've been a different two and three, honestly, like okay. I just, a man called Uva, um, um, uh, the last thing he told me, mm-hmm. firekeeper's daughter, you better uh, stop because you're going to, you're going to give it away. Uh, your number one, just by the, for me, my number one's pretty obvious. If if someone were to go oh, back yeah. and truly listen to all of our episodes from this school year, yeah, it's hands down, it's it's an easy one. I'm, I hope it is what um, I think it is. We are not from here was another one I really considered. Mm-hmm. That's the way it was a good book. Just so Just, many good books. I, I feel fortunate that I really read a lot of yes. quality books this year that I really enjoyed. Same. It's a it's a good position to be in to struggle for your top three. Absolutely. So, um, and really to kind of, you know, in a ways only have maybe have one or two that you were really considering for the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's the end of the year. And so we actually have some student book reviews again, since, uh, the semester's wrapping up and those projects are due. So we'll take a short break. We'll listen to a book preview from a white house high school student. Um, and when we come back, we will reveal our number one read from the 2021, 2022 school year. Hello, my name is Alana Brown, and my book is Truly Devious. 
Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson is about a girl named Stevie and her time at Ellingham Academy. Trying to solve the murder and kidnapping of Alice and Iris Ellingham as well as Dottie Epstein. I'm going to be reading from chapter 24. Once upon a time, a young girl named Dottie from New York City came to Ellingham Academy and ended up dead from a knock in the head. Once upon another time, an actor from Florida came to Ellingham Academy and found out dry ice was not so nice. Their time's the charm. A girl from Pittsburgh came to Ellingham Academy and she wanted to see a dead body. She got her wish. The same girl snatched victory from the jaws of defeat and got to stay at Ellingham Academy. But then, worried that defeat might be hungry, promptly fed the victory right back into its gaping jaws. That girl had a taste of something she didn't know that she wanted or needed, and she had messed it all up, and life went on. Ellingham Morning was counseled. There was an informal memorial on the cupola on the green where people left candles and pictures and a small zombie doll. There were letters and phone calls from Charles and the other members of the board. Security tightened. Everyone's passes were checked and upgraded. Curfew became a real thing, and rooms were checked and grounds patrolled. It wasn't that anyone forgot about Hayes' death. The subject was constantly talked about. It was just something that had happened. It was part of reality. Though the investigation was not yet formally closed, Information made available to reassure everyone. Hayes seemed to have died in an accident of his own making. Hayes, a person known to make videos in dark corners, took something that didn't belong to him. His fingerprints were on Janelle's ID, and the golf cart used to move the dry ice, and a hand truck. This was it. It was pretty clear to everyone, a case of Hayes really messing up. And he had stolen property as well. He had gone to great lengths to break rules, so his parents could hardly sue, the common wisdom was that Hayes had gone into the tunnel to film something new for the end of it all. Hence, going back alone. Hence, the secret. Hence, he'd seen the dry eyes, looked in the tunnel, and had an idea that put it all together. He just put it together very badly. It was back to piles of books and anatomy labs and essays. Something called the silent party was scheduled. Dance with no sound or something. It was going to be in the great house. That would pass as entertainment. Back to school. Because that's what Ellingham was. A school. Stevie tried to do this. But found her concentration was broken. She couldn't finish her reading. Couldn't write her essays. Okay. The time has come. For our favorite read of this past school year. Again, if you've been following along this year with the podcast, uh, mine's a pretty obvious choice. Um, this for me is one of, if not the most favorite book that I've ever read for me. Uh, and that's Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. Um, if, if you recall, whenever I, whenever I read it and talked about it, and it was pretty early in the year. Um, I think it was around November, December. Yeah, this, this was a book that I felt like was just written for me. Uh, and without going on too much about it, this is the story. Well, it's actually three stories uh, in three different timelines, all held together um, by the ancient tale of Ethan the donkey. Um, and it was just a good book. And it's weird if my choice for my least favorite book is my least favorite because I kind of felt like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And I could totally understand if someone read Cloud Cuckoo Land and told me nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah. But the same way that I did not 
ha- connect or get anything out of the contradictions. Mm-hmm. I got everything right. out of Cloud Cuckoo And that's land. how books go. Yes. That's what makes them so cool. Absolutely. I love it. Um, and so it, there's, as much as I struggled picking a number two and three, or as much as I struggled excluding other books from two and three, number one was an easy choice for me mm-hmm. for this year. And it was Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. That's awesome. And I thought yours was going to be the last one you read, Magic Steeped in Poison, oh, and I was clearly wrong. So now I'm curious. I could have easily picked that one. Um, there was Isn't that several... something, though? You could have easily picked it, and it wasn't even in your yeah. top three. That's a good thing. Yes. So I had to kind of separate myself because there are a handful of books that when I look back at the title, I'm like, oh, I just get excited. Um, but when I think about one that just... I don't know, just did something different. That book is Circe by Madeline Miller. Um, we read those over <clears throat> Christmas break, I believe, right? We did. Because I read The Song of Achilles. Yep. Yep. And um, just her Circe's character development in that novel, it just, it, I don't really have words for it. It just kept drawing me in. And um, I don't know, it just did something different that I just appreciated the I don't know. You said yours had three stories. Mine was only one character, but it felt like you went on this lifetime journey of mm. multiple different, um, just different characters of mythology coming in and their story playing a role. It just, it kind of felt similar in that mm. way, just different stories coming together. Um, again, I just don't really have words for that book. It was just so well done. And I think it's just that main character, Cersei and, the way she changes and what she goes through. And I don't know. It was remarkable. It was great. Very cool. I forgot yes. about that book, honestly. Yeah. I, for, I forgot when we read those. And when I look at it, it doesn't give me like the instant energy boost or instant excitement, but it just, it just does something different. It just settles. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. It was great. It's been a good year. It has been a good year. I'm excited for next year. Right now, it's time for us to check out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at BDP underscore library. Check out our YouTube channel, BDP Library, for book talks and vlogs, and share us with a friend. We hope that everyone has a fantastic summer, and we hope that you'll check back in with us next school year for the next episode of Overdue. Make time to read. Thanks for listening.